Thanks for tuning in to What is the Point? This podcast is tailored for those navigating their 20s and 30s who want to end up somewhere on purpose. We promise to keep the conversation real and honest as we ask ourselves this question. What's the point in all the different facets of our life? It's our desire that you would gain practical handles to these deeper questions we ask ourselves every single day. So with that being said, let's hop into this week's episode of What is the Point? Good morning. Oh, wait, I said good morning. Guys, it may not be good morning to you, but it is good morning (laughs) to us. us. (laughs) So welcome to What is the Point? And I'm here with a sleepy Will. (laughs) Why do I have to be sleepy? I don't like that. (laughs) You were the last one here. You looked sleepy when you came in. I was tired. You You do have a newborn, so we'll we'll allow it. Yeah, newborn life, (laughs) sleepy life. Sleepy life. And that's what you heard, energetic Heather. That's right. She's got a coffee. In that's a, that's a venti vanilla sweet cream cold brew, Heather. since 4 a.m. <laughs> ready and available to Just go. Just to prove a point. <laughs> we are recording so early that I didn't even sleep last night. No, no. We do this for you guys. Though. That's right. For you. We're Whatever doing this for you. Whatever it takes. <laughs> I hope that you feel special. All right. Uh, but today we've got an interesting topic. Okay, and usually I introduce the topic, but Will, I'd like to hear what. What are we talking oh, about? Wow, I don't, I don't want to. You've offended me by <laughs> putting me on the spot like this, and I don't like it. So yeah. oh, I'm gonna man. post about it. Deal, deal with it. I'm um, gonna post about deal with it. Okay, I'm gonna I will. post about it. <laughs> Uh, so here's the deal. Today we're talking about something which I I, um, I think there's a lot of different sides to, and we're talking about um, offense, taking offense to things. Uh, are we supposed to take offense? Are we supposed to be unoffendable? What does that look like? What does scripture point to? Um, what is our job as reflecting Jesus uh, as Christians? What does that look like? And I know in a culture today that almost prides themselves on getting offended or you know, there's there's a lot of things that you have to watch. And I don't think all this is bad, but like being politically correct or, uh, you know, getting a point across when you're offended. I don't think every aspect of that is negative. I do think that there are some things to look out for. Mm-hmm. And I actually believe, you know, this one change or this one topic, approaching this in the right way, it can just make your life better. Mm-hmm. Like it can make you a better friend. It can make you a better spouse. It can make you a better parent, a better child. Uh, better Christ follower. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of a big deal. So I'm like, I definitely want to talk about this. And what does that look like in each one of our lives? And so I'll kind of kick it off. But like, wh- what do I mean when I say offense? And should we be unoffendable? Or is it okay to get offended? Yeah. Like, what, what is that? What is that? What are we talking about? And like, is it okay? Totally. Yeah. So to me, when I think about um Excuse me. <laughs> Sorry. God bless you. Was that sneeze? I don't no. know. Was that, that was a vanilla That was, a, that <laughs> was a venti brew. vanilla sweet cream cold I do. <laughs> That's the morning <laughs> little phlegm there. I, I right. do know the Heimlich if you need me to. Okay. Please don't. Please okay. don't. Just hit unrecord when we do that. Right. So yes. um, anyway, so I think, you know, to me, just like when I think about offense and people or somebody or myself taking offense, it's usually um, really personalizing things and taking things super personal. Um, and not everything is personal. (laughs) Like not everything is happening to us. Sometimes things are just happening around us. And, um, I think sometimes it is hard to separate that and certainly dependent on the situation and whatever, you know, is being talked about. If you feel closely to that topic, or maybe you've been in a situation, um, it's more easily 
uh, or it's it's easier <laughs> to mm-hmm. to take offense to some of those things. And so it's exactly what you're saying, John. In the world that we live in, it's so easy to get offended. You literally don't have to look hard at all. All you have to do is open up Instagram or Facebook. And I'm sure with a quick scroll, you'll see about two or three things that maybe you don't agree with or go against your moral compass and code, right? And so um, I think if you are somebody who is easily offended and who does really personalize things, that's a volatile world to live in for you is because you're constantly going to be walking around kind of on eggshells and just like, you're just kind of like a ticking time bomb. And at any point, something can set you off. And man, like what just a miserable place to be in. Um, and it's so easy to do that. But when we live that way, everything that another person says that we disagree with is just, it's an opportunity for us to take, a, take up an offense. And we disagree with a lot of things and that's okay. We don't all have to agree on the same things, but, yeah. um, I just think when we take that, you know, super personally, um, it just kind of adds to this already hardened heart that we have. Mm. Um, and I just think too often we can't just disagree with people and we're offended by their words and opinions and um, even if they don't have any bearing on our personal lives. And so the verse that that comes to mind for me is Proverbs 19.11, um, where it says, good sense makes one slow to anger and it is his glory to overlook an offense. Mm. And I think, John, you're exactly right that that is going to make us better in every aspect of our lives. If we can really, if we're going to personalize something, let's personalize that. Mm-hmm. Let's personalize Proverbs 1911. Um, and I just think we and everyone around us will be better for it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is one of those talks that uh, I'm going to learn from that it's easier for me to teach about than it is. Totally. To me so too. Me too. I, I, I am a person that can be. Uh, offend- offendable? Offend- I can get offended easy. Offended, yeah. There we go. There we go. Uh, it's morning time, guys. Morning time. I know. Uh, I know. We're but, also like making words that aren't words. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I'm definitely that person because I see so much that goes on around me. But uh, my offense, and I don't know if that's for everyone, but like that is just rooted in that anger. And just like what yeah. you're saying is like, why would I choose to walk around in that anger, to live life just mm-hmm. angry and offended? Because uh, I believe like if you want to look for it, you'll find it. Like if yeah. I want to look yeah. for a reason to be angry, I'm 100%. going to find that reason to be yeah. angry. And here's the truth. And it's like so crazy to admit it. I actually don't mind being angry. Right. Like, like it's one of those things where it's like, I'm cool with being angry. I'm cool with like, and I think a lot of people are. Well, it's a, a justification. It's a justification. But I think what I, the lie that I've bought is that anger is a fuel to get stuff done totally and what a lot of people are is just you're just angry and you're not getting anything done Mm -hmm. Uh, i think angry anger can be a spark to get something done uh, but i don't think it's a long-term solution that's right but like because nobody makes good good uh good decisions in their anger nobody does and so it's not a long-term thing but like I, i think of like social media like you can be so angry. Oh, I'm so angry that this happened. I'm so angry that this solution happened. I'm going to post about it. Mm-hmm. Okay, but what did you actually do? Mm. Nothing. You didn't. You that didn't, part. You didn't accomplish <laughs> anything. You didn't make anything better. You you posted something on social media, and then it's here yeah. today, gone tomorrow type stuff. So uh, I think uh, you know it's one of those things. And, and here's the deal: I'm, I'm talking to myself at the same time here. Um, but would you rather just be angry, or would you rather just get stuff done? Uh, so should we be unoffendable? Yeah. And, and like when I'm talking about offense i'm talking about anger but when we're talking about unoffendable it's just living in this state of forgiveness it's good. uh and i think that is really and i know we'll get into that a little bit more later but yeah. i think just choosing to live in that that state of forgiveness with 
all people uh, is a challenge. It's tough, but it's what Christ modeled for us. And so uh, that's the life that we want to we want to live. Yeah. I, and I think you hit a lot of buzzwords, a lot of keywords there that uh, I am. I am excited to dive into because even if you disagree with us and you're a little mm-hmm. bit offended by some of the things, you know, we've already <laughs> said um, the great part is hopefully we can bring some more clarity to yeah. the why behind um, you know, some of our thoughts and, and opinions and some of the thoughts and opinions that are backed in some scripture here, um, is I would almost challenge you to find scripture that says that it's okay to be offendable <laughs> because it is yeah. very hard. I know some of you are going to think of some and I can, I can bring it up later, but I'm like, <laughs> it, it, it's interesting because like you can be, I, here's what I think. It's I think it's okay to be offended. I think that it's not okay to choose to be offended. Mm, So like if something happens, your initial reaction is anger or, you know, you would call it righteous anger because it happened within me. Right. Mm, You know, because I have to justify it. Yeah. (laughs) You know, and I'm like, okay, I've, that's okay. But it's what do you do with it now? Mm -hmm. What do you do with it now? And that matters. Um, And I think for us, like forfeiting our right to get anger, angry, it it, like makes us deny ourselves, which is actually what we're called to do, Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, to, to not be about us. Um, but make us other centered, um, which actually, you know, you're not even forfeiting a right because the right doesn't exist, but, uh, like really we're, we're told to forgive and that means anger has to go. Um, and it's interesting even looking into some of that because the definition of offendable or offense, Mm -hmm. which I think is important here, um, is just one of them says an annoyance or resentment. So you're annoyed, um, brought about by a perceived insult, mm. not even a, a real one. Yeah, a perceived, perce- yeah. you're, you're annoyed that you think something was offensive mm-hmm. <laughs> because it disregarded your standards and principles. Wow. I think there's a lot of me-centered Me's. language yeah. in that. <laughs> yeah. I, I thought that was interesting. I'm like, yeah. okay, so I'm annoyed by something I thought you said because right. it, it – hurt my thinking. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, that's right. oh, wow. Well, it's what we talked about last week, right? And this comes up all the time. It's it's a, it's always the perception of, like, we see things as we are, not yeah. as they are. Yes. And I think this is, like, the textbook definition of that is because, yeah. of course, I can personalize this because I think it's happening yeah. Yeah. to me. Yeah. So. And I think um, there's going to be people here – on this bucket that are like, no, 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 no. Okay. I'm not mad about this for me. I'm mad about this for others. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And I feel like I need to stand up for others. others. Mm-hmm. And I want to say there's probably some situations to do that. Totally. I also want to say, let's take a good hard look. Yeah. Um, so real quick, like how should we handle <clears throat> offendable situations? Yeah. Like, because because I know we're going to say, well, I'm standing up for people, not me uh, or others. Or yeah. um, I think Jesus got offended once. What did he do? And I'd love to dig into some of that. Or um, yeah, how should we handle offendable situations? Yeah. Well, we've touched on this a little bit, but um, and this has been a big gut check for me, too, because I think I would definitely fall into the camp of. I am better at separating things when it like bothers me or it affects me, but when it affects other people, that's when I'm like, well, no, I have to post something about this or I have to say something about this or I have to stick up for this person. Um, And it's so funny because I feel like oftentimes that can be just so deeply rooted in pride 
Um, and I think, and, and like having good intentions, but then also it's exactly what Will is saying is like, okay, but what are you actually doing? <laughs> like, yeah. what responsibility have you taken up to like be a part of the solution for this? And, um, and I like, I just, I say that because I think there's quite a parallel that just really at roots, like, are easily offended hearts are full of pride. Like, that's the reason that, you know, it's so easy for us to to be easily offended. And I think it's kind of because like we kind of set ourselves as the standard and it's all that me language that you're talking about in that, and that definition of like, if I am the standard, then I, you know, I get to decide what is offendable and I get to decide what is right and what is wrong. And, um, that always results in anger and it always re- results in resentment and ultimately taking up an offense. But as a Christ follower, you are not the standard, <laughs> like, you know, and, and that's what's so, hard to come to terms with sometimes, but God is the standard. And here's the thing is that's actually really good news for us (laughs) because every single one of us are sinners. Every single one of us pride shows up in our lives at some point in some way. And with, with God is the standard, like he is the only one that can see into our hearts and the person who were offended by his hearts. And he's the one that gets to, to set the standard and kind of make that judgment. And I just think that releases us from so much resentment, from so much of that anger. And um, I would just rather live in a way where I'm not the one that's like the hall monitor <laughs> that's like going around and saying, this is allowed and that's yes. not, and yes. this is what you should do. And, and this isn't, you know, and it's like, the only person that I am responsible for is myself and what a much more freeing position to be in. And, and I almost hear you saying like, if you really are other centered, mm-hmm. then it goes beyond a post that That's divides right. people. Yeah. It actually leads to an action that you would do. Yeah. And that action doesn't provide more opportunity for offense. Right. Mm-hmm. It actually brings unity. Yeah. That's right. So, so it's like, well, I'm just sticking up for somebody or are you dividing two people groups again? That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that's that's where I get to the point of like so many people are like, well, I need to stand up for this. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, you absolutely do. Yeah. I completely agree. At the same time, the way you're doing it, you're actually dividing more people. That's right. Yeah. So that's confusing now. Yeah. Yeah. And I think uh, you guys said it best. I think just Thanks, adding Will. to it. You guys did. You guys did. <laughs> uh, you... Uh, what we're not saying is to not do anything. Right. Right. Yes. Like yes. that's not, yes. that's not what we're like. We're you're not saying we're like, at, Oh, you should just be at peace and da, da, da. Yeah. Like, try to be, uh, you know, as far be with you, be at peace with everybody. Like, yes. But at the same time, like, don't let that just be your, your anger. Don't let that, let, don't make the bad decisions. Uh, uh, when, when, when the offense does come your way, like still address it, mm-hmm. address those things that, that have bothered you that don't, don't, don't necessarily just, I guess to be a doormat or whatever, but (laughs) you know, but don't do it in a way that's just like dragging you down with them or don't do it in a way that's so divisive. Be a bridge builder. I think you, it's like right versus responsibility, right? Like I have a right to be angry about this. Like I have a right for that. But at the same time, like I have a responsibility to, uh, you know, to, to shine Christ into the situation, Mm -hmm. to be a bridge builder, to be a peacemaker, to, to love my neighbor as I love myself. Like, even if there is a difference of opinion, if there's a different point of view, like I, we have to be able to step out of ourselves and deny ourselves, which is, you know, being a disciple. It's, it's uh, cool. Got a text message. Thanks. So the sorry listeners, the listeners are wow. texting in right now. So loving this. So offended. <laughs> we have a <laughs> live question. Irritated. <laughs> <laughs> offended. 
from our live studio audience. Yes. yes. <laughs> How you doing? Better than I deserve. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> Blessed and highly favored. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, how we should we handle it? I mean, definitely handle it in a way that uh, promotes unity, that you try to bring uh, peace and resolve to the situation and not more divisiveness. Yeah, and one of the things that I think about a lot is like we're, as people, we're impacted by two types of people. We're impacted by those who have hurt us deeply and those who have loved us profoundly. Mm. Like those those are the two types of people that I'm like we're affected by. And we've also hurt people (laughs) and loved people. Like we've hurt people deeply and we've loved people profoundly. Like we've received and we've dished out. Right. So even thinking through that lens, like we are part of the problem and we're part of the solution. Uh, And I would also say this, like I've, this is going to sound crazy. I've never been impacted by what somebody believed. Mm. I I seriously have never. Mm. I have my own beliefs. I do. I've never been impacted by what somebody believes. I've always been impacted by what somebody does with what they believe. Okay. So when I hear, you know, like people are like, well, I was just, I was really hurt by this Christian. Oh, were you hurt because of their stance on something? Mm, No. Were you hurt by the way that they voiced that stance? Yes. Mm. Yes. Yes. Why do I hate the St. Louis Cardinals? Because of their fans. (laughs) Why do I hate the Denver Broncos? Because of their fans. Wow. I don't hate the team. The team's fine. I literally could care less. In fact, you know, I'm like, when the Chiefs play Denver, it's an easy win, right? So I'm like, it's fine. It's fine. I, I'm, but I'm like, there's something about the fans. And I feel like a lot of people feel that way about Christians. They're like, right. honestly, yeah. this Jesus guy, there's not a lot to dislike. Right. Yeah. Like, the dude sounds pretty cool. Um, but so many times it's like, well, yeah, it's because I was hurt by a Christian. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't because of their stance on you know whatever topic it was because of the way they handled that stance right Mm -hmm. and that's what put even more angst toward that and there's one of my favorite verses of all time and this this is like seriously my favorite verse and it it seriously is is it i don't have i don't have too many favorite verses i feel like you do jesus wept (laughs) (laughs) Uh, in the beginning god (laughs) uh no this and this one is romans 12 too and i love this translation Mm. It's, it, it says this, it says, don't become so well-adjusted the culture that you fit in without even thinking, okay? Wow. Mm-hmm. Don't just like, okay, here's what everybody else is doing. Everybody else is taking offense, posting on social media, whatever. Instead, instead of fixing your attention on you, it says, fix your attention on God. Mm-hmm. You'll be changed, mm-hmm. literally, from the inside out. Readily recognize what he wants from you and be quick to respond to it. I think a lot of us are like, eh, I don't know, maybe he wants me to do this, but I'm going to sit on it for a while and do my own thing. Okay, be quick to respond to it. Unlike the culture around you, always dragging you down to its level of immaturity, wow. <laughs> which I'm like, come on, because God brings out the best of you and develops well-formed maturity in you. And uh, I don't know. I, I'm like, I think that there's a lot to take away right there. And I'm not like an anti-culture guy. That's not my shtick mm-hmm. okay that's not it um because i'm like i just believe that you know that that's not how that works but i do believe that there are some things where it's like okay uh, we're actually not telling you to fold and not stand up for things in fact right. you should but it's the way that you, the do, way you it do it that matters right mm-hmm. it's the way that you handle a belief that you have or a conviction that you have or an unjust thing that you saw and that matters and i know a lot of people might even say well jesus was offended oh Mm. Should I go there? He flipped the table. Should I go? Jesus flipped a table and he got out the whip and he cracked it. And it's like, <laughs> oh, gee, so that's what Jesus. So 
I'm going to do that. And, you know, I, I sometimes will see posts about like, you know, I, I can't remember the trendy posts, but yeah. one of it's like, be like Jesus, eat with sinners. And, they, you know, there's all those, all those things, which I'm like, I dig. I like that. Sure. I dig. Um, I'm sure. just one problem with this. <laughs> one problem. Will hit me with it. You're not Jesus. You're not Jesus. <laughs> oh, well, you're not. Well, <laughs> Jesus. Well, Jesus could uh, be tempted by the devil and do all. The, I'm like, yeah, but I fold when I yeah. am. So I'm like, you're not him. Should I be? You're not yeah. that guy, pal. You're not, you're that, not guy. that guy. You're not that guy. Definition you are not of you are not that guy. So, you're so the money times. changer. You're the money changer in that story. Yes. Like, you good. can talk about oh That's Jesus yes. flipped the tables. You're the money changer. Yes. You're the reason he gets. Oh. It's it's so tough because like I used to always walk around with a bracelet WWJD. Yeah. What, what would John you just do? do? Which yeah. What would John? Which I love because some of you. I don't I don't want you to mishear me because I'm like I'm not saying don't try to be like Jesus. I'm not saying don't reflect Jesus. I'm saying absolutely do that. Yeah. That what we have to understand is that we're not Jesus. And in every story that we read of like man, I'd love to be that one that dishes out grace to those people around me. I'd love to be that one that hits that guy with a hard truth mm-hmm. that Jesus did. I'm like here's what we have to understand: we're that person who received that hard truth from. Jesus. We're that person that Jesus extended grace to. And when we remember our story, we become a lot less, we we become unoffendable because we're like, wow, I've been saved from so much. And like, you know what? These people around me, maybe they're on a different spot of their journey and they're, they're in the same spot I was. Mm -hmm. I was like, wow. Then you start to see things in color. You start to see things a little bit different. But one of of my next questions, because I, I think we've realized like for all of us, right? We would like to think uh, – we can think of all the people that have hurt us deeply and loved us <laughs> profoundly. And I'm like, yeah, that's awesome and it's made an impact on us. But we also have to sit with that we've hurt people deeply. Totally. So my question is this. Like when we handle the situation like that wrong, maybe you're listening to this podcast and you're like, yeah, maybe I went a little too far on one of those yeah. things. Or I was more uh, post-heavy rather than like application-heavy totally. <laughs> in my life. Um, what does it look like to apologize? What does that, what does that look like if you're like, yeah. I should have maybe – yeah. yeah. For me, foreign. Yeah. What did you say? Foreign. Foreign. He's, oh. never, he's never said sorry. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm not very good at this, so I will be honest. Exactly. I'm not there are good. actual times where I'm like, I am in the wrong, but I am going to keep going. <laughs> I have a point to prove here. Yeah. Well, by so, that time, you've taken it so far. A hundred percent. Yeah. It's more demoralizing to admit at that point. Um, so all that to say, <laughs> that we always try to be very honest about like, we don't have all of the answers and we're all working through some of these things that we talk yep. about too. And and this is a big one for me, but, um, I think it's just thinking about any apology that has ever meant something to you. Like, what was it, you know, that you, you genuinely understood and believed and accepted that apology. And, and I think it's just taking that and, and trying to give that to other people. And for me, that's always been ownership and just, being able to own your part and whether you know your part was 50% of the argument or the conflict or it was 10% whatever it is is just accepting your ownership over your part um and really truly apologizing for that and I love what we're saying about action because to me apology without action or without change is really honestly just cowardice it's just removing the responsibility from yourself Um, and people can see right through that. And I think also you can see right through that. And I don't think you're changed from that. And I don't think the person you're in conflict with is changed from that either. And so to me, the best apology is action. It is change. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think also the really important thing about this is that apologizing and even forgiving, like it is very rarely a one-time event. I would go so far as to say (gasps) never, like it's never just a one-time event. It's it's a lifetime process. Yes. 
and we're constantly going to have to be apologizing and changing. <laughs> like it's just, it is, we are humans. We are sinners. We are broken people. We're constantly going to be hurting people and, and doing things wrong. And I'm not saying that intentionally, right? But there will be so many more times in your life, especially as a young adult, you've got so much life ahead of you that you're going to have to apologize and um, a lot of forgiveness too. So I just think that this is a muscle to flex and, and ultimately grow and we all ourselves and other people will be better for it. Yeah, readily recognize what he wants from you. Be quick to respond to it. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. we are going to get new information, quickly recognize totally. that, quickly respond to yeah. it. And uh, I think that'll make an impact. Yeah, no, I, for me, I agree with it, Heather. Um, also, it's just, it's just being humble. Like mm-hmm. you can apologize and still be right. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like, I, I, cause you can, you can, <laughs> but like, you know, like even in my marriage yeah. where I'm just like, man, like I know for a fact I'm right here, but, uh, I'm going to apologize because I, the way I was right was completely yeah, wrong. A thousand percent. Totally. And yep. I, I need to apologize because I, maybe I threw it in her face. Maybe I hit and I told you so. Maybe I, you know, all of these things where like, okay, I, I but I hurt, I hurt your feelings yeah. in this. Or I, I, I built a, I built a wall here instead of building a bridge. Like I, I divided us instead of bringing us together. So mm-hmm. uh, I think just being humble about it and just being like, you know what? Yeah, despite how I may be feeling, let me put you know that aside and just let me try to mend this relationship. Yeah. Uh, because the only way that I'm going to be able to get you to see my side, which is not the, the goal of life, by the way, like, it, but the only way that we're going to be able to uh, do this is if there's a bridge and there's open lines of communication. Can't do this if there is division. And that's what happens when you're not apologizing, when you're not ready to forgive and, and there there is no taking that step and, and humbling yourself. So uh, keeping that line of communication open in hopes that, man, maybe one day we can we can engage in a conversation we yeah. can go get coffee we can go get lunch and then we can with some new information and then we can then when yeah. that person is ready to act on it or when I'm ready to act on it I know that I can go talk to someone and they can come talk to me so yeah it's you know Jeremy talked about this even uh, a couple of weeks ago and it's um, you know it's it's debris in the path of your relationship yeah. and how do you clean that up right? So that they don't <laughs> step on the debris to have to come back and apologize. Wow. Or you don't have to step on the debris, right? So many times we want to put all these landmines in between us so that if one of us have to apologize, like then we're, then we get blown up. Right. And, and it's like, that's not how it should be. But I, I'll, I always lean on this. I think about this often. Um, but it, it's often what I need most is what I desire least. Yep. Yep. And it's so many times I'm like, I don't want to apologize. Yeah. Okay, I, I think that says something about me. Yeah. I think that says something about, like, I think I really need it in this situation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and one of the things when I apologize that to think about, and this is more of a counseling thing, is if your first assumption is wrong, every following assumption is wrong. And hmm. so many times I'm like, well, I'm sorry I just didn't do the dishes. <laughs> okay, first off, you missed the point. Yeah. Like, that, yeah. was, that was not what actually hurt me. Mm-hmm. It was the way you responded. It's the way you yeah. lashed out. It's the way um, I feel like you've been distant recently. Like there's all, I'm like, dig past the surface. Yeah. Go to the first assumption. What mm-hmm. was the first assumption? I assume that you were telling me what to do. Right. When you were asking. I assume what, like, let's dig a little bit deeper. Let's not be so surface level that it's like, well, I'm going to make you feel petty <laughs> because one, I'm offended, but now you're offended, but I'm going to make you feel petty for feeling offended, even though I'm even more offended than you. What is going on right now? Yeah, it's a like this cycle. Yeah, we're great at manipulating. Totally. Uh, we're great at playing the victim. Let's just be honest. And so look at that. And, and here's the hope behind all that is that God can uh, write straight with a crooked stick. 
So (laughs) it's like, we're that crooked stick. We're that person that's always like, let's be honest. It's not a, like Heather said, it's not a problem to solve. It's attention to manage. We're going to continually deal with this over and over and over and over again. And just realizing like, okay, well, I'm, I'm going to be quick to respond to it. What if, if I see something that I'm like, oh, I messed that up. That's okay. And Mm -hmm. believing that God God's the only one who can write straight with a crooked stick. Like even when you are in the wrong, he can make it right. Mm -hmm. Just crazy to think about. So we kind of talked about apologizing, but maybe you're on that other side. What does it look like to forgive? (laughs) Oh man, super fun. (laughs) Um. (laughs) Also foreign. (laughs) Let me know when you figure it out. No. Um, I would say at the very least, and I mean, do it at the very least is acknowledging and appreciating the gesture, even if you're not ready yet to fully forgive and um, reconcile. And I think it is important to kind of note the difference between reconciliation and forgiveness because they are two very separate things. And um, as I was <laughs> looking up some things on the internet about how to forgive, because <laughs> I had to Google that. <laughs> Yeah. Because I don't have enough experience in my personal life. Trent, sorry, bro. I'm sorry, man. Gosh. Yeah, actually, we should have had him on this podcast. Um, we should have Trent on the podcast. Absolutely. No. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I like the perception I've built on this. Okay. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, but yeah, so I it it kind of spoke to like the difference between reconciliation and forgiveness. And actually, like the the Latin root of the word reconcile. Re meaning again, con meaning with or con in Espanol. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was a Spanish major in college for two years. Wow, wow. <laughs> yep, until we had to start speaking in Spanish only. <laughs> and then cilia meaning eyelashes. So in ancient days, reconciliation signified being so reconciled, like so reunited with somebody that you would touch eyelash to eyelash. And I love how dramatic that is because <laughs> <That> is. <laughs> isn't it? Um, that's closer than an Eskimo kiss. That's right. Wow. <laughs> that's like is two that Eskimo butterfly? kisses at one time. Yeah. Um, anyway, but I like the difference between that because reconciliation requires the work of two people, but forgiveness doesn't. Mm, gotcha. And so and good. sometimes that's the rub, right? Is that we're not both at that level of wanting to meet that reconcil or make that reconciliation at the same time. Um, and I think that just causes us to hold on to anger and resentment longer than we have to. And, you know, reconciliation requires two people, but forgiveness, like it, it's not dependent on the apology or the sorrow of the perpetrator or the person who offended you, yeah. if you will. Right. And if that were the case, like we would just be trapped in this cycle <laughs> of like, honestly, just victims of the wrongdoing of other people all the time, 24 seven. And I just think that forgiveness, you know, it really can transcend hurt because it, all it takes is the work of you. <laughs> and again, that's the only person that you're responsible for. Absolutely. That is the only thing that you can control. My therapist tells me that literally all the time is like totally acknowledge how that makes you feel. But if your healing and your forgiveness is dependent on that other person, understand you may never get that. Yeah. And are you willing to live that way? And for me, I just, that helps me so much because I can hold it with open hands instead of closed fists. And I can take ownership of my part and regardless of other people's responsibility, I can step forward and take a next step in my own life. Yeah. And I think even just with that, it's just the, the realization that we are not forgiving 
because they deserve it. Mm, like mm-hmm. we are, we're doing it because we didn't deserve it. Right. Like I think just realizing your place in this story of, you know, I've done some pretty messed up things. You know, uh, I, I've, I've offended some people yeah. and, uh, you know, people have forgiven me. Christ has forgiven me. And there's a story in, in the Bible where, you know, last supper and, uh, Peter, who, who's one of my favorite characters in, in scripture, um, is talking to Jesus Jesus is saying, okay, this is what's going to happen, bop, bop, bop. And then, uh, you know, you guys know the story. Read it up, whatever. Uh, you know, the, the meaningless details, die, whatever. Anyway, so, uh, but Jesus, or Peter is just like, no, like, I, I got your back. Like, this will never happen with me, uh, and, and I'll, I'll do this. And then uh, Jesus is like, again, you're not that guy. Like, you're not <laughs> going, like, this. You actually, you're going to deny me three times. You're going to betray me three times, but take heart. I'm going to make a place for you. And I think just that shows the characteristic of Jesus mm-hmm. uh, and that forgiveness. Like he pre-chose to forgive him. He he wasn't surprised when Peter decided to um, to 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 betray him. He knew it was going to happen. And wow. I think so many times we as uh, we as people, but uh, we can go even a step further as Christians. Why do we act so surprised when bad things like when people are people <laughs> yeah. like we we know people are going to be people. We know that uh, people are messy. People are broken. People are, uh, you know, offensive. Um, and yet we still act so surprised when it happens. But I think if we make the decision to I'm going to forgive, mm-hmm. which, again, doesn't necessarily mean that you let things slide and you don't address things and you don't create boundaries and you don't you know guard your heart. You don't do all that stuff. But um, or you don't move on. But what I'm saying is you you can't you can't move on without forgiving because you're still going to carry that with you no matter where you go. And so I yeah. think it's so important for us to forgive. MLK said, uh, I can't harbor anger or I've lost. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's saying this from a jail cell. So <laughs> I'm like, wow. oh, wow. Like if anybody wow. has uh, a yeah. reason to be angry here, it, it would be him. And so and, in fact, other people, civil rights leaders were trying to make like, you should be angry about this. You should not be engaging wow. in unity. You should not be like all of this stuff. Like, yeah, he might have been yeah, he might have been upset, but he's not acting in this. He's, he's moving and driving in love and trying to unify people. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, what is it? What does it look like to forgive again i think it's just one of those things where like heather said it it takes it takes it takes you saying okay i'm let me humble myself here let me try mm-hmm. to on the track towards reconciliation yeah but even though i can't you know bring this other person to the table i'm going to move on and i'm going to forgive and be at peace i love it uh i'm not gonna feed a fed horse okay <laughs> you guys got it yes. <clears throat> you, you, or, you nailed it. shout out to peter <laughs> Yep. Uh, I certainly wouldn't beat a dead horse. No. I definitely <laughs> wouldn't do that. But um, yeah, a couple, a couple things to remember as we wrap up, right? Uh, forgiveness is not in the way, it's on the way, right? So this is something continually you're going to have to go through. Uh, offense, you're continually going to go through that. Um, other things, like when we understand how much we've been forgiven, when we, <laughs> when we truly create that and, and realize that, then we start to understand what it means to forgive. Okay, let's walk in that and uh, let's remember our story today. Remember where we came from. Remember where we're at. Uh, Remember that, um, hey, there's ways to act in love that don't divide but unify. And I think that's an impact and a legacy that you leave. And it makes everybody better around you. And uh, you'll start to see things flourish and think opportunities open that were never there before. You'll have influence with people that you never expected because of the way that you approach situations. And uh, I believe it'll be like a sweet aroma 
Yeah, I think that's somewhere in scripture. It is. Uh, and as sweet as honey to the lips. Um, I think that's something else. Very, I think Very poetic. Very, thank you. I was, yeah, we're working on that. But uh, John. <laughs> we hope we offended you in this podcast and we hope that you uh, that leads you to action in some great ways. Yeah. And one of those ways be, could be to DM us or email us at what is the point at northpointchurch.tv. And we'd love to hear from you. Uh, we'd love to answer some questions and roll through that. But we love you guys. See you next week. See ya. Peace.